it was kind of surreal. I was there just after the earthquake. We have all the aftershocks. And I could see all the chaos and destruction. Why I should continue to live if all this have to happen to me? Bienvenue or welcome. I'm your host, Leslie Friday. Thank you for listening to Voices of Haiti, a Partners in Health podcast that shares the stories of our Haitian colleagues as they reflect on the January 12, 2010 earthquake. Today's episode is special. That was Miss Unite Sinclair, speaking in Haitian Creole. She survived the earthquake, but was gravely injured and had to have one of her legs amputated. Living as an amputee in Haiti, she often feels the need to inform people that she and hundreds of other amputees like her deserve equal rights and respect. We aren't inferior, she says. We can do everything. Today, we hear the story of Miss Sinclair, who is among the superhero nursing staff working for Zamila Sante, as PIH is known in Haiti. She's a senior team leader and nurse manager in the internal medicine department at University Hospital in Mirabelais. As you'll soon hear, Miss Sinclair tells her story in Creole. Our colleague Emily Daly provides the English translation and voiceover. Emily spent several years working with Zamila Sante in Haiti and now works in PIH's Boston office as the director of impact. We asked Miss Sinclair to think back to the day of the earthquake, 10 years ago now, and share what she remembers from that day. I was not yet a nurse, but at that time I was a nursing student at nursing school in Port-au-Prince, École Nationale d'Infirmières de Port-au-Prince. I had just left school because I lived quite close to the school. I remember I was sitting, studying, when the earthquake happened. Her life changed beyond her imagination that day. She was among as many as 1,500 people across Haiti who would lose at least one limb as a result of injuries they sustained from the earthquake. 1,500 people. Thankfully, Miss Sinclair received the medical attention she needed and got fitted for a prosthetic leg. It was a painful journey of healing and recovery all accomplished while mourning the loss of fellow nursing students who were killed in the earthquake. You see, the entire third-year class, including their instructors, died when the country's only nursing school collapsed that day. I returned to school one or two months after the school had reopened because the school had been completely destroyed. So it took some more time for the school to be rearranged. So the school reopened after about six or seven months, and for me, it took me a bit more time because I was learning to walk again with a prosthetic. So it took me some more time, so that's why I returned to school one or two months after it had already reopened. After overcoming countless obstacles, Miss Sinclair obtained her nursing degree. She has refused to let her loss prevent her from attaining her goals. While I, I have a lot of strength and a lot of positivity, there are people who think that because someone has lost a limb, that they become inferior compared to them. But no, we aren't inferior. We can do everything. We have reduced mobility, 
but that doesn't mean that we are reduced as the person we are. We can do everything. The brain is still there. So it's true that mobility is decreased, but we are still the same person. So we need to work with people to be sure so we can see that we can integrate everyone who has a handicap working in the public sector and private sector so that these people can work in the same way that the rest of society can work. So, stigma is something that we face very often. Myself personally, and it can apply to anyone who is living with a handicap. It's at schools. There are schools that won't take a child because the child has such and such a problem. Or someone may apply for a job, but because they have a handicap, the recruiter will put their resume to the side. Maybe you can be even better qualified than someone else. But the fact that you have a handicap, they think that you, that you are inferior. You can have intelligence, you can be qualified for the work, but maybe because of that, they don't give you that job. This is the mental and emotional burden that Miss Sinclair and other Haitian amputees must carry on a regular basis. But it doesn't begin to address the physical difficulties they face in getting around a country like Haiti, where sidewalks are few and far between. Roads aren't often paved and are littered with potholes. And construction rarely takes into account the needs of those with limited mobility. I remark that 10 years later, the country has still not been reconstructed. Even though there have been many NGOs, a lot of international aid after January 12th, but the country has remained like this. Haitians, we ourselves, we are not yet ready to relive an earthquake like this and we won't be able to protect ourselves if another earthquake happens. We need more support, not only for people who are handicapped, but for all Haitians generally, so that we can be ready if another earthquake happens, so we don't run. Because a lot of people who died on January 12th, they didn't know what to do. When they ran, another house then fell on them and they died. So we need to know exactly what we should do. Yes, this is what our country needs, in case that another earthquake happens. Miss Sinclair is among the young, up-and-coming leaders in her community and her country. She serves as an example for the positive direction in which Haiti can move when given the right support over time. Next week, we will hear from Dr. Maxi Raymondville, who helped build Zamila Sante from its early days in Haiti and knows the importance of resilient health systems in the face of catastrophe, like the 2010 earthquake. Continue to learn and explore more stories about Zamila Sante and PIH by visiting pih.org backslash Haiti. Follow Voices of Haiti on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcast and Google Podcast. And look for us at Partners in Health on Instagram or at PIH on Twitter and DM us with any comments or questions. As always, thank you for listening and talk to you again on the next episode.